Abbey History episodes are part of the series In the Shadow of the Abbey. They unveil the history of Bissom Abbey and the two families who lived in it over the past 400 years, from Lady Hobby to Mrs Paget, from wealth to death duties. There is a curse, ghosts, gold coins and special ladies. In this episode from 1918, Influenza Strikes. The impact of the influenza pandemic following World War I was felt by millions of people in all walks of life. The Abbey family did not escape, especially Phyllis, who served as a VAD nurse. Lady Florence Van Sittart Neal kept a diary during the war, which is now held at the Berkshire Record Office in Reading. Her entries provide a local source for this episode and are voiced by Shirley Jenkins Pandya. During the war, the Abbey had been offered as a convalescent hospital for wounded Canadian and Belgian soldiers run by Lady Florence Van Sittart Neal and her VADs. This was covered in a BBC radio programme. The Voluntary Aid Detachment, VAD, was a voluntary unit of civilians providing nursing care for military personnel in the United Kingdom and various other countries in the British Empire. Many of the village women signed up to become VADs, including Lady Florence's two daughters, Phyllis, who went to nurse in France, and Elizabeth, known as Bubbles, who went to Reading. The 1918 influenza pandemic was the most severe in living memory. It was caused by an H1N1 virus. This pandemic resulted in high mortality in the 20 to 40 age group, younger people who had been weakened after years of fighting in the war. There was no vaccine to protect against influenza and no antibiotics to treat secondary bacterial infections. Infection control efforts were limited to measures such as isolation, quarantine, good personal hygiene and the use of disinfectants. Gatherings of troops returning from the front and peace celebrations most likely aided the spread of the infection. It is estimated that about 500 million people or one third of the world's population became infected with this virus and the number of deaths was estimated to be at least 50 million worldwide. The virus attacked everyone, regardless of class. Lady Florence recorded events in her diary, which gives us some insight into her experience. This includes the progress of her daughter Phyllis, who had signed up to the VAD in June 1916, aged 26, and had been nursing in France and was due to return. 22nd of November 1918. Submarines arriving at Harwich. Have 10 gallons of petrol a month for officers. Lady Vansittart had caught the influenza and was quite poorly for a while. Felt rather a rag after my flu. Heard Fred Bennett died of it night before at Cliveden. He caught it at his brother Charlie's funeral. 25th November. Heard from Phyllis. They watched the submarines all Friday afternoon. Lady Florence's daughters, Phyllis and Elizabeth, had been to watch the German submarines being surrendered. We can speculate that this was possible because their father, Sir Henry, was chief clerk to the Admiralty. So many officers down with flu. Feel on a holiday. No soldiers, no officers. Captain Carswell left this morning. Captain Carswell was the last of the soldiers staying at Bissom Abbey. 2nd of December 1918. Had party of soldiers from Cliveden as usual. Phyllis Vansittart Neal was to be the latest flu victim. Heard Phyllis had flu. High temperature. I telephoned. 3rd of December. Both telephones out of order, so wired hospital. Reply paid. Answer, no improvement. So settled to go up. Phyllis was in hospital in London, where the Vansittart Neals also had a house. 
1.45 from Maidenhead, went straight to hospital in taxi, found her very poorly in room with four others. 4th of December. Edith's birthday. Edith Vansittart Neal was Sir Henry's sister who lived with them. The full complement of staff at Bissom Abbey was 12. All servants ill, so fetched in cooked meats from Selfridge, then to Phyllis. She's very bad this day. Could not lift head from pillow, hardly talk. Lunched at club. 6th of December. Heard fair account of Phyllis. She's feverish after high temperature at night, 104.8. Had doctor up and had aspirin. Felt rather wretched. Head bad. I bathed with eau de vie and water and cavo orange. Stayed till nearly five. 7th of December. Went straight to hospital from Ormond Street and much relieved to find Phyllis really seemed better. No headache and temperature had touched normal after a week's fever. Stayed with her till nearly one. Then took a bus to Paddington and caught 2.05. 10th of December. Up to London, 9.45. Straight to hospital. Saw P was feverish. Has pleuro patch in middle of lung. Cough bad, but coughs up something now. Read to her in afternoon and left at four when motor came. 12th of December. Went up to London, 9.05. Arranged to sleep at flat and on to hospital. Found P fairly bright. Spent day with her. Read aloud a bit. She and I alone all afternoon and had tea together. Doctor said she's very ill but holding her own. 14th of December, 1918, Election Day. First time all on same day. Not known result till 28th. This was the first chance for women over 30 and poorer men to vote, as the franchise was extended. Packed up bag and took champagne to hospital. P decidedly more cheerful. Felt better. Tells me the crisis is past. Difficulty opening champagne. Now the crisis with Phyllis seemed to be past. Florence Van Start Neal welcomed soldiers back to Bissom Abbey again. 16th of December. Heard good account of P. Soldiers came late but stayed till 7.30. Very talky set. However, it seemed that the champagne was premature. 18th of December. Rang up early, heard good night and better. Half an hour later they rang up and said she was worse. I rushed off in motor, found she had rigour, another patch pneumonia, temperature up. 21st of December. P very weak and temperature still up, which worries them. Saw both doctors, sat with her a little, has sleeping draught, still very ill. Henry and I staying at boarding house close by hospital, the lawn. 23rd of December. Still the same. No rally at present and temperature still about 102 or more. The doctors recommended a special bed designed by Lawson Tate to aid in Phyllis Van Neal's recovery from influenza. Remember that the couple had already lost their son George, aged 14, and so Phyllis being so ill was very hard for them after she had survived the war. 30th of December. Left lawn for EVN's flat. Luggage ready by 11 o'clock. Called at hospital. Found Mr Edmonds very full of Lawson Tate bed and mattress. Lawson Tate had been a pioneering surgeon and the Van Start Neals would have wanted to do anything they could to help Phyllis recover. 6th of January 1919. We heard bed arrived at Mortimer Street. Fetched Henry from Paddington. Then the bed and took it to hospital. Phyllis much excited. He very tired so left early. She should be put on the bed after her washing. Brought her more muscat grapes. 8th of January. Rather better day with Phyllis. 
had inoculation given by a black doctor in arm. Doctors of colour were rare at that time, and this may have been the first black doctor they had ever seen. 30th of January, 1919. Phyllis on sofa from 5.15 to 7.15, and between two sisters walked six steps, and her temperature had not risen. Most thankful. Finally, it seemed Phyllis was well enough to leave hospital. George Henry Shaw was the chauffeur at Bissom Abbey. He lived in number 31 Bissom Village. He had started as a groom in 1900 and became the coachman. Then, when the estate acquired a motor car, he was sent to Oxford to learn to drive the cars and he became the chauffeur. He had a smart uniform, army style, with polished gaiters. He was very reserved and was polite and knew his place and would not talk out of turn. 15th of February 1919 Phyllis came home from hospital. Eleven weeks illness. Foggy morning. Felt so anxious for Phyllis, but Shaw brought her back with Newton and Sister Simpson. Bore journey very well. Looks pale and thin. Had tea and bed early. Phyllis recovered and went on to live for another 40 years. However, she did suffer some health problems later in life, which may have been caused by this severe attack of the flu. Phyllis Van Neel was one of the lucky ones who survived the influenza pandemic of 1918. 50 million others didn't. Thank you for joining me today. Listen again to find out what happens next in the Abbey history. Discover more about the people of Bissom in the Village Stories and the War Years episodes. <laughs>